Hi, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Adults. My name is Glenn King, and it is my great honor to bring you adult entertainment talk for the adults entertainment curious. And today is a very special day on the program. <laughs> it's one of my favorite people in the world. Is also one of the most beautiful and most attractive Aww. and most amazingly talented uh, ladies in the world of adult entertainment. She is mm, a six foot human Barbie doll by the name of <laughs> Courtney, Courtney Taylor. Taylor. Yay. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Greetings, Courtney Taylor. Um, let's just get right into it with the old standard question let's of do it. how did you get started in the business? I got started in the business. At 18 and a half years old, freshly out of high school, ready to go, I started doing webcam. I always knew that I wanted to be in the porn industry and found a webcam studio in the beautiful San Fernando Valley, and that is the hub of our porn industry. Then I was working for a cam studio for about six months. Then one day, walking to my car, a porn director happened to be shooting a scene right next door, ran out to me, said, you need to be in the porn industry. I said, you are absolutely right. <laughs> and uh, the next day, I went to meet my agents. I've been with the same agents for 10 years now, and the rest is history. All right. So let's break this down, because yes. I was one of the first people to shoot you, you back You sure then. were. Um, so you, and you were, you don't, you didn't look so much then like you did now. I mean, of yes. course, of course yes. you do, but on the other hand, you know, you have, it, for me, it's been very exciting to watch you grow into a beautiful woman. Um, of course you were beautiful, but you were kind of a gangly kid. If I could put this completely, to be completely. When I started in the <laughs> industry, I mean, I, I'm 5'10". So I've always been very tall. I've always been 60% legs. <laughs> yeah, amazing legs. <laughs> and I've just always been tall. I was just, I was kind of a little girl trying to figure out my way in this world. I knew I wanted to be involved in sex. I knew I wanted to be involved in the adult industry. But I just didn't really know my spot yet. Yeah. So I got into the industry figured out I want to be this beautiful tall blonde with these massive boobies, yeah. this huge butt, and I just kind of want to kill it. So I came into the industry, no implants, just fresh out of high school, and figured out where I wanted to take my career. Figured out what direction I wanted to go and figure out how to become the woman that I wanted to be. And, you know, all my little... uh my little plastic surgery secrets have made me the woman that I am today. Well, I think it's more than just a plastic surgery. Um, so just to sort of set the table for you guys, we're sitting here right now in a makeup area. We're going to shoot a scene with Courtney a little while, and right now she's wearing um, black spandex pants, and so her butt kind of sticks out. And no top. No, and the top. <laughs> her boobs are right in front of my face. They're amazing. You know, I mean, everything about her is perfect, and some of it comes from a scientific lab, and then some of it comes from just within Courtney. Um, so you started, though, you right out of high school, I guess. Yeah. And did you consider other work, or did you art just no, no, Cam? This is what I, this is what my guy, is that what your guidance counselor said to you? 
<laughs> my guidance counselor said, Courtney, you need to go open those legs for the world. <laughs> it's your calling in this life. <laughs> Don't rob the world. <laughs> Don't rob the world. Yeah. Um, I... I had always been very sexually fluid. I had always been making out with my girlfriends in high school. I had always been making out with my boyfriends in high school. I had always had that sexual nature. So webcam kind of just fit into my life perfectly. I could make my own schedule. I could, you know, I, I got to meet people through the computer all over the world. And they started saying, oh, we would love to see videos of you. We'd love to see more of you. So webcam was kind of my perfect uh, first foot in the door. It kind of showed me what direction to take and I could be sexy and I could have fun and I could shake my little ass and it was just, it was kind of like my perfect starting point. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing I noticed, so you and I have had sex. Yes. And this is wonderful. I'm, I'm so excited to say this. Um, <laughs> but I bring it up for a reason because when I first met you, you were somewhat uncoordinated athletically. Yes. And, I mean, even in the scene that we shot for you when you were 18, I mean, it was a good scene and everything, but your movements were not very fluid. But now I said to you yesterday, um, you move like uh, a little bitty girl in sexually. Thank you. So, so, you know, like I've been with, I've done sex scenes with, with bigger girls, yeah. taller girls, uh -huh. but they don't, they usually move like a bigger, taller person. Absolutely. Little boy, but you move now at least. So uh, my question is, is this something that you feel like has developed over the years or from the industry or were you just like, was that the one area that you were always an athlete? I think being in the industry has really taught me to learn about my body, learn about my movements, looking at photos after a shoot. I know, oh, wow, maybe that's not the right position. Yeah. Maybe you just got to learn from your work. And I've had so much work over the years uh, that I can watch, that I can look at. And I can, you know, not critique myself too hard, but I can give myself, you know, maybe next time stand to the right or just, just try and be a little bit sexier. But when I started, I was still very little girl. I didn't, I wasn't really sure how to move my body yeah. and I'm so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. My limbs are very long and then standing in eight inch heels, just kind of like a like a car wash blow up doll that stands outside the car wash with all the air in it and just moves around. <laughs> That's, That's what I felt like. Just like a yeah. wet noodle. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know too much, but over the years I've definitely found my sexuality, found my movement and I'm glad that I fuck like a little spinner. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's a very good thing. It's a very good thing. <laughs> For and it's, a tall it's, girl like know, me. We'll have to ask other male talents. Yes. You know, if, um, they perceive a difference like that. But, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that other, you know, you just different positions. Yeah, absolutely. A heavier girl rides in a different way. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't slam. That's for sure. I don't. Yeah. I, when I come down on the cock, it's more of a, you know, it's it's not like an earthquake. Right. It's more of I got that movement going. Right. Got right. the ocean in the, or motion in the ocean? Yeah. There you go. Which I think is, it's, it's probably the most important thing. Like when I'm casting, yeah. I watch Cowgirl. Yeah. It's like, I'll just 
find three of a girl's scenes, uh-huh. watch cowgirl, and see how she moves. Totally. And That's then, a good position to base it off of. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of them are very passive about it, and they kind of totally. just climb on and then just sort of bop up and down. Yeah. <laughs> and then others are, like, gripping the cock. And, totally. And using it as a sex toy. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so you got... Out of camming, into yes. the industry. I think Porno Dan was the guy here. Porno Dan can, was yeah. the one that found me. Then I... But wait, now, did you actually work for Porno Dan or no? So I did end up working for okay. Porno Dan years and years and years ago. He actually took me to my first porn party ever. Uh-huh. Oh, the good old porn parties back in the day. So much fun. But uh, he introduced me to my agents. Uh, my agents are at OC Modeling. I am their only original girl from when they started. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. From day one. I am their only day one girl. That's cool. Sandy has been with me forever. And I've stayed with them. They've been great for me. I mean, we've learned a lot about each other over all of these years. And I've done a lot of really fucking exciting things in this industry. And I just grew. I've just grown as a woman, and I'm going to keep growing, and there is no retirement anytime soon (laughs) in my future. I'm going to keep this shit going, and yeah, I love it, and I'm excited for today's scene. Yes, so today's scene, (laughs) you are, uh, so this is your dominant side, which um, I think I can take credit for spawning you as a dom. Glenn, I... I wouldn't have half of the direction I have in this world if it wasn't for you. Aww. Honestly. Aww. Honestly, you have helped me so much with the correct uh, things to say, you know, my verbs, how to say them correctly, how to fucking make a man feel like shit if I want to, how to get what I want out of a man. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's been amazing. I appreciate it. Oh, sure, sure. Um, Yeah, and so you've become a pretty amazing Dom who can play any kind of role, and I think we've put you in every... Of my sub-sites on yeah. the website. Uh-huh. You've been in Mean Dungeon. You've yeah. been in Mean Amazon. You've yeah. been um, all the Mean Bitches scenes. Today you're playing a secretary who... Or not a secretary. You're, you're like an assistant in the warehouse who meets the CEO and then throws her boss under the bus, the, yes. the warehouse manager, and uh, and then seduces the CEO and, you know, like, fucks her way to the top of the company or enslaves her way to the top of the Every company. Everyday life. In this case, right. <laughs> Which I try to cast scenes yeah. on what, how I think things would really work <laughs> totally. if we put you in. But, so you never actually worked in a corporate job? I've never had a corporate job. Yeah. Never in my life. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, it's just not really for me. Lord willing, I'll never have to. But as of now, this is this is it. <laughs> this It'll be is it. easier for you to do the dom stuff than it will be to figure out what you're supposed to say in a corporate environment. You know what, Glenn? Thing. If everything goes to shit in life, I'm going to meet a CEO, take his <laughs> business, take all of his wallet and credit cards. I'll be fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> So what's the most exciting thing? You showed me pictures of your um, Anchor Woman movie that yes, you did. Yes, that was fun. Like, is that your most your most pr- uh, the accomplishment you're most proud of, or what? Um, my favorite scene to date is the Barbie Girl scene from Brazzers because they rewrote the Barbie Girl song for me. Ah. They I had a pink Corvette. I had a Barbie Dream House. 
I mean, it was it was kind of like my dream scene. Oh, I, yeah. yeah I, I absolutely loved it. That was just a really, really, really fun day for me. Oh, that's cool. But what every, was your co-star? Every set is amazing. Kieran Lee was my co-star. Oh, good, yeah. And we were Barbie and Ken. It was just so fun. It was a really, really, really fun day. Yeah. So if you were going to direct your own movie, your own showcase, is that what you would do is do some kind of Barbie theme? If I were going to direct, I would do something completely out of my wheelhouse. Hmm. I would direct like double anals or double vages (laughs) or just something so... uh, just more shocking than I do. I've yeah. never done double anal and I've never done double badge. That's all I've never done. Yeah, <laughs> I've done it all, everything else. But that's what I would have fun directing. Something that I've never done for the shock factor and something just super crazy. You just hit up Porno Dan, go out there to Budapest and shoot Courtney Goes to Europe. Oh my and, god! Because that's all they do out there is double anal and love triple it. anal. Yes, and, a like, triple. They, <laughs> yes, I would love that. If you watch a European porn uh-huh. these days, like they don't, I don't think they know what the vagina's for. They just <laughs> two guys walk in yeah. and just start ripping into a girl, and then it's like, oh, here's the third guy. And uh, oh man, it's so funny that like <laughs> it's so different than American porn in mm-hmm. that like. That's all they do. Um, they just you don't see very many solo scenes, at least not what I've seen. It's, it's so or, no storylines. No story. I I don't think I've ever oh. seen a storyline in a European porn, and wow. I, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a one on one. It's always at least it's two a group guys. event. Like it's like they're paying a group rate. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 like maybe they're getting a group on on male talent. <laughs> <laughs> like it's possible. We were able to get six for the price of four today only, so we went ahead and put six guys in the scene, I guess. So it's your lucky day, girl. Yeah. (laughs) So you've kind of been part of the porn jet set to some degree, which I don't know if it actually exists anymore, but back in the day, Mm -hmm. you would hang out with a bunch of blonde, big-titted girls like yourself, and then you girls would be seen taking pictures on yachts and and things like... (sighs) I I don't know if the industry has changed a little bit, but there is definitely more diversity that I notice now than I did about 10 years ago. 10 years ago, it was exactly like you said. It was me and all of my girlfriends that looked exactly like me, <laughs> you know, uh, going overseas or going on a yacht or going on some expensive vacation, just kind of... I hate to sound like a bitch, but we had a little bit of the lap of luxury. Oh, yeah. And that was absolutely amazing. And I'm still talking to all those girls. Some of them have retired. Some of them have moved away. But I miss I miss those days of the, the glammed up, big blonde hair. Yeah. You know, and, and most of that was even before my time, before yeah. I even got into the industry. But I remember seeing, I remember seeing Puma. Before I got in the industry, Puma Swede, Puma Swede. Yeah, yeah. also a six foot blonde. Yes, and Mary Carey, mm, and yeah, I just remember Mary. and Jenna Jameson and Jesse Jane. I remember yeah. looking at these beautiful girls while I was still in high school and being like, "This is, this is what I want." Like these girls are beautiful, and then came to AVN before I started in the industry, met these girls, and go, "Holy shit, this is my family." 
Like, yeah. this is the family that I need to be a part of. And met these girls, fell in love, have made forever friendships. But I do need to get all these bitches back in the industry for one more. Oh, that would be one good. more, one more get down. <laughs> so, like, I went one time with uh, Mary to a um, with Mary Carey to a a talk show. Uh-huh. I'm not going to name the celebrity's yeah. <laughs> name here, but um, he called her out. Like, I think during the show, he pointed her out in the audience. Oh. And then he invited all of us backstage afterwards, uh-huh. and then we hobnobbed and met a bunch of celebrities. You know, we were in the green room for the after show totally. and everything. Is that what it was like walking around with that click? Like, did you all get invited backstage at pretty much every show? I remember the first time I hung out with Brookhaven. Yeah. First, that was my connection to all that. First trip. time. She goes, oh, Courtney, we're going to a TV show today. It's going to be live, and you're going to be a part of it. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm hungover in bed. Like, I'm not going to make it. She goes, well, get up. We're going. <laughs> yes, and I was like, okay, Brooke, here we go. And it was always every, uh, you know, every weekend, every night, there was an event with a celebrity. Yeah. There's a red carpet. There's a club appearance you have to be at. But I, I thrived on that. I loved that. At the time, I was in a five-year relationship with a rock star, and it kind of just fit hand in hand. It was, uh, you know, Brooke knew who I was dating at the time. She had fucked other members in that band (laughs) (laughs) as well. And, you know, it was just kind of, it was just fun. It was fast-paced. It was partying. We'd party hard, but we'd work our fucking asses off the Oh, next yeah, day. you never... I've we, shot you, like, six, seven, eight times. Yeah. You're always on time. <laughs> that, I love being on time. Yeah. I love but being also, on time. But also, like, we've had quite a few girls who show up on our set and say... Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I can remember one time a girl showed up on her set uh-huh. and she was wearing a Ritz Carlton bathrobe. That's and like I can't remember if she had anything under it. And she's like, "Yeah, I stole this from the room of uh, the celebrity that I was fucking last night." Oh. And then, <laughs> but the best part was that at first we thought she'd been with Jonah Hill. Oh, and I can say this because because then she clarifies. She goes, "Yeah, I banged Jonah Hill's." friend's cousin's brother oh. last night. And we're like, you have low standards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you need to climb up the ladder just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I get it if you want to have sex with Jonah Hill. Yeah. But once you start tossing it out to just any old person who claims to be in his circle of friends. Totally. I'm not sure on that one. But I do recall that she was barely coherent enough to do a scene. Today, oh. like back then, yeah. we actually shot scenes occasionally with girls who would show up half messed Alive. up. Alive. Right. <laughs> yes. I can remember, I can't even remember the girl's name, but one girl who was clearly on... Everything. Everything when she arrived. And I can't, like today, I you know, no prop. You send her home and you can't do it. But yeah. I can remember like propping her up to do the scene at the time. And but the funny part about it was that she would go, oh, "What do you want me to stand?" And so we would push her over to where she was supposed to stand, and yeah. then go, you know, you know, action. And she'd go, "All right, bitch, come on, fuck it." You know, and all of a sudden oh, she was. Wow! Once you said action, yeah. she would come alive. There you and go. And then, like the scene, you would never ever know uh-huh. that she was wasted. But the minute we would say cut, she would fall down, and we'd have to pick her up. And you know. Oh my! And I, I don't see any of that anymore. But I feel like the industry standards were 
you know, you could have a, you, you could deal with a little bit more back in the day than you can now. There was a little, there was times where I would see girls that maybe had a little too much to drink on set or the night before or something like that. But I just, I don't see any of that anymore. And when you can find a true performer that no matter how sick she is, no matter how hungover she is, if she turns it on for the camera, then that's, that's a performer right there. All right, I want to ask you about your rock star husband, your marriage. But first, I need to talk about our sponsor, Sex Panther. Are you on Sex Panther? Of course I'm on Sex Panther for years. Good. Okay, so if you're listening to this podcast, by now you've fallen in love with Courtney. You love her sexy <laughs> voice. You've, you've Googled her if you weren't already familiar with her. You're wondering to yourself, how can I get to know Courtney even better? And that's why I want to tell you about Sex Panther, because you can actually... Start texting and sexting with Courtney right now. And calling. And calling. And probably, I mean, we're about to shoot a scene, but the minute she gets off the scene, she's going to be right there on the phone looking at the dick picture that you sexted her. And I'm so excited. Yeah. And then she'll talk to you. And it's not even just that. A lot of the people that, um, my fans that contact me and say thank you for turning me on to Sex Panther will say, I contacted, um, let's say, Ginger Lynn, who's been on my Uh program. And I just having, I like talking to Ginger. And and there are people, you know, I love talking to Courtney. So you can actually just have regular conversations with Courtney. Absolutely. Or you can sex with Courtney. And all of this is on Sex Panther. So so Courtney can be found at Sex Panther. That's S-E-X-T. Panther.com slash Courtney-Taylor, I believe. Exactly. Do you have one of those, like, text Courtney or something? Nope, that's exactly what I have, but I am a free ad on Sex Panther, so you do not have to pay to add me. So you can actually get Courtney's phone number for Mm -hmm. free. All you have to be is a member of the site. Yeah, so go to Sex Panther. Also, if you are one of the hundreds of female performers who listen to my podcast, whether you're a webcam person, a webcam artist, or a porn performer, or anybody else in the business, or um, you know, just a, a, a dancer. Um, Sex Panther is the way for you to connect with your fans. Absolutely, get to know your fans, get your intimate relationships started up, and then you know, it really doesn't take a million fans for you to be successful in this business. It takes a hundred really dedicated fans who have money to spend. Absolutely, and I love talking to my fans. Like I said, I love doing cam. Any way to connect with my fans, I. Love. Absolutely enjoy that. Talk about anything. I can get you off and I can talk to you about your day. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, so there you go, Sex Panther. And I wanna I do want to ask you about your um your marriage to a rock star, but I first want to go back then and ask you more about your uh camming and other ways for people to get to know you. I think we should make sure we cover all those. So Absolutely. you cam, where do you webcam? I webcam on streamate.com slash Courtney Taylor XXX. And I also cam on camsoda.com, the real Courtney Taylor XXX. Okay. So you cam, you do Sex Panther, you have an OnlyFans page. I do have an OnlyFans page. Now, guys, you can find all of this on my Twitter. And my Twitter is Court, C-O-U-R-T-T-A-Y-L-O-R-X-X-X. All of the info is on there. I have my OnlyFans. I have my premium Snapchat. I have... My Sex Panther, I have everything. It's kind of like a one-stop shop. So how often do you put up a snap? Like every 10 minutes? Oh, I put up a snap. (laughs) I, I snap every single day. I get back to every single comment every single night, and I do three full shows a week. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Three 
full shows. So this that's you fucking or what? So what th- happens? Three full these? shows. So I do one solo show, okay. one girl girl show, and yeah. one boy girl show oh, wow. every single week. Well, yeah. So you guys, I mean, her body is uh, is really w- listed among the seven wonders of the world, <laughs> the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, um, Stonehenge, Courtney Taylor's body. It's perfect. Yeah. So you need to go. You need to at least do her um, Snapchat, if nothing else, I or her sex page. Yeah, I would love that. And, and go check her out. All right. So. Getting back to the jets, the, the jet set lifestyle, which I find fascinating yes. about you and the girls, because yes. I've known about this sort of behind the scenes and then watched you on Instagram for a long time. Yeah, um, you in all these exotic locations, but then so you, what happened? You met this guy that was in. And can we say the band of the guy? Or yeah, no? we can okay. say. It. Yeah. Um, so I met a guy in a band called Limp Biscuit. They're very big in the nineties. And, um, yeah, I was with him for a very, very, very long time. For whoa, 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 Okay, so go ahead. How did you meet him, though? You went to his I concert? I met him... Oh, I met him through DJ Lethal, who is the DJ for... Uh, jump Around. Jump Around. Oh, yeah, I like that song. What's the name of that? Jump, Why jump. can't I think of them right now? I can't think of them right now. Uh, uh, no, not Cypress Hill. I, the other one. Yeah, it's the other one. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, so I met him through him. I met uh, John, my ex, through DJ Lethal. And we were together for for years and years. And he kind of showed me the rock star life. Yeah. And uh, He was the drummer. He was the drummer. I went on the whole tour bus. I did that whole Ooh. life. Private jets? Private jets, the whole thing. But... I wanted to take my career a little bit farther. We kind of, we separated our paths a little bit. And then that's when I kind of went on my, uh, I'm single. I'm going to fuck everything I see. (laughs) I'm going to go around the world. I'm just going to have a fucking blast. Yeah. I want to party my ass off. I want to go be a fucking wild child. So I moved to Hollywood. (laughs) Of course, like any little good whore does. And, you know, I just kind of... Did everything I wanted to do. Fucked every person. Almost every person that I... You know, I just wanted to go and have a blast. And while I was doing that, then I met my husband that I'm with now. Got married. Fell in love. He is a civilian. But it's it's been amazing. I'm on year three of marriage. Right. Okay, but... So in your, in your porn star, rock star collaboration yes. marriage... Yes. Um, you were actively doing porn at the time. Yes. And he was actively touring at the yes. time. So I'm assuming, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, that he was banging uh, the the girls on the tour. Absolutely. I mean, I I would have to assume, and I kind of have to hope. Like, yeah. he's, he's going to Brazil. Like, yeah. you know, I want to fuck the bad bitches in Brazil, you know? big asses in Brazil. Big, I, beautiful I follow, asses. Like, I follow every Brazilian porn me star. Me too. Me too. I, I love Brazilian girls. So, I mean, if he wasn't, then he needs to go back and, and redo shame it. shame on him. Yeah, shame. shame on him. Shame for him for wasting opportunities <laughs> totally. like that. Totally. So, there was no... But you had an open relationship, Completely I guess. Completely open relationship. Okay. Comple- I mean, every relationship I've ever had, I... Like I said earlier, I like to be sexually fluid. So, I've always liked to have an open relationship. Yeah. If, you know, if my partner wants to be with another girl, then bring her in the bedroom. Because I would love to have that girl, too, you know? Um... And so, yeah, he was kind of doing his thing, and I was doing my thing. And when he would come home from tour, we would be together. But just 
we're just we were wild childs, and we just wanted to party and fuck a lot, and that was that was the world I was in right there, and and Brooke and Puma Sweet and all these girls come in, and it's just a a really good time. <laughs> really yeah, well, good Brooke's time. been on the show here yeah. on the podcast, and our listener, you go back and listen to that episode if you guys haven't heard it already, but. We pointed out at the time that on her Instagram, you can still see pictures of her with various celebrities that she's been with. Uh It's quite an impressive thing. Um, So what I was kind of driving this particular segment towards is that now you can give some very valuable advice to the young porn star who's trying to be in a relationship in this industry and how to make it work because you actually made that work without killing each other from jealousy over a five-year period. Yes. What advice would you give to the young porn star about having a relationship and not getting up each other getting upset so, about who else yes. you're banging? An I, open relationship. I would say for any girl that's looking to get into this industry and really wants to make it work with their dude or girlfriend, um, I would say honesty is everything. Yeah. And whatever you're lacking from your partner, you need to explain that to your partner. If, you know, if you're not getting enough sex, you need to tell them, I need to be fucked more. If you're not getting your pussy eaten, whatever it is that you prefer, open and honest, just honest about what you need. If you want to bring more men into the bedroom, if you want to bring more females into the bedroom, just express that so your partner knows how they can improve and don't, don't beat them up about it. it. You know, if, if your dude's cock isn't long enough, bring in a toy or bring in another cock or just... Figure it out. See what excites you both. Try something that he likes, and then you try something that you like. And you can, it's possible to make it work, but make your partner feel like they are extraordinary at something. Like, babe, you fuck my asshole the best, or you eat my pussy the best, or just something. Your partner wants to feel like they are the best at that one thing. Um... How do you deal with it on those... Because everyone is bipolar to some degree. Yes. And so there had to be a time when your husband showed up and went, you're a fucking whore. You're banging all these guys and whatever and was, you know, crazy with jealousy. How do you diffuse that? Or did that just never happen in your relationship? I brought my husband to a... uh, I think it might have been Digital Playground. And my husband walked right up to Tommy Pistol, who I was shooting with that day, and says, Go get her, man. Go get her. <laughs> okay. He just, okay. he's That's always good. been yeah. so supportive. And usually partners, this isn't a very uh, average thing that partners come on to set because that usually doesn't happen. But that day he was allowed on set. He's been so supportive, so awesome. I, I He's known that this is truly the career that I've wanted to do since I was a little girl. Nothing is going to stop me. I am the type of girl, what you see is what you get. He fell in love with me for the woman that I was. So you got to deal with the woman that I am. Yeah, it's You know, you you came into this with me. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. And I, I really think that if somebody loves you for you, they're not going to want to change you like that. They're not going to want to this is my dream and I want to pursue my dream. Nobody that loves me would stop stop that dream. That's good. Yeah. I met uh, I met your uh, current husband, I believe, a few years ago uh-huh. at AVN. You did. And so you were at AVN and um, 
like eight inch heels. Yeah, of course. So which put you <laughs> at about six six. Yeah. And I think your husband is about six six also. Six eight, yeah. Six eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I when I'm in my tip top heel shoes, <laughs> I'm about five foot eight and a half in high heeled shoes, basically. <laughs> so it's really funny the three of us standing there, totally. but I think there's a picture on my Instagram somewhere <laughs> of you and me and then it's like your head is out of the picture. Totally. Totally. There's just no way to get the two of us together without backing up a bunch of steps. I found so. that tall motherfucker and I said, you got to be mine. All right. So let's get into the last segment here. We really want to talk about, we want to talk about your new businesses. This is yes. very exciting. You've Now you're a um, multi-dimensional, multi-industry yes. mogul. Yes. Who not only does porn, but you're in another industry. Tell us about it. Yes, I am in cultivation and manufacturing of marijuana because we are living in a beautiful day and age. We're in California and in Nevada. We have amazing laws that pass where marijuana is legal. Um, I, I believe there might be maybe another state that is legal or that is working on being legal. I'm not sure. Oh, there are a bunch of states yeah. that are legalizing it. In fact, uh, Colorado actually legalized that's right. mushrooms. My, uh, yes, God that's right. I'm moving to Colorado. That's so. right. God bless yeah. Colorado. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, marijuana is becoming prevalent throughout the United States. It is. At, it is. Within our lifetimes, it's going to be... Um, within, it's within the next few years, it's going to be available in, in every state, I think, because Absolutely. of the amazing... Benefits. Medical benefits. Absolutely. Of it. Yeah. So, a um, a porn star that you guys might know um, by the name of Brandy Aniston, the beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Yay, Brandy. Brandy Aniston. Yeah. Yeah. She has been in the adult industry for ten plus years. As of now, she's only doing uh, stills and uh, or photos, is what we call them, and uh, solo stuff right now. But me and her conjoined forces and started a shatter company now what shatter is is it's the uh most concentrated form of cannabis we take it down we put it through filtration steps um we put it through a lot of uh rigorous testing and scientific bullshit (laughs) so uh we come out and the end product is slabs for dabs, if you guys are really, uh, if you guys understand uh, ways to smoke the concentrated marijuana for dabs, uh, kind of like the substance that you get in a marijuana pen, um, and that's what we're working on right now. We also are working on fingers crossed tomorrow. I will be checking out a farm, and we really want to start cultivation Ooh, on a big, big, big farm. Great. And that's I'm trying to set myself up for the future. Besides being in the adult industry, um, my other passion is marijuana and helping people. And I've seen so many amazing um, cures and how marijuana can help people out with anxiety or terminal illnesses or pain or anxiety. I've seen it help so many people. So I just want to get in there, get in the forefront of this business that's going to be booming soon. Okay, so you say a slab. Kind of explain what is a slab. Um, okay, so the the easiest way that I can say it is basically we take the flour, we melt down the flour, and separate it from the shrubbery. Yeah. Basically. We yeah. take everything that gets you high off of the marijuana plant and make it into a solid, condensed... Um, version of that, and it comes out a uh, 
a very clear yellow kind of honey color. Yeah. And it comes out, uh, you know, in just a very liquid form. Then we bake it, we put it through all of our process, and then it's able to smoke. Okay. And we make sure yeah. that everything is very clear. We don't add any dye. We don't add any bleach. We don't add anything that other companies can use to make their product look differently. We don't use any of that. You get the straight product from us. And what we are working on is licensing. So hopefully very soon, you guys, we will be licensed and we will be able to send our product out to other states that are marijuana legal. Oh, cool. So, so, so but you don't sell to the general public, it sounds like. You sell no. to dispensaries. Yes, we sell to dispensaries. We are not selling to uh, any of the public until we are legal. We okay. want to make sure that we yeah. have all of the legal backing behind us. We want to, and we thank God we have these amazing guys on our team. The Pot Brothers at Law, you guys have been amazing to us. They are lawyers that only specialize in marijuana based in Los Angeles, California. They have been so crucial in helping us get all of our I's dotted and our T's crossed legally. So hopefully soon everybody will have our product, but you can find our product on Instagram. Um, you can follow us at black label N O and the number one. So it's black label number one, but abbreviated number. So if you own a dispensary or a manu uh, a, a company that manufactures marijuana products, yes, you need these things. You got choices. You can either deal with the typical marijuana grower who is sweaty and <laughs> yes. unattractive yes. guys, or you can do business with Courtney Taylor and Brandy Aniston. And we love our plants so much. We sing to our plants. We put music on for our plants. We trim our plants topless. And what we will be starting soon is we are going to set up a premium Snapchat for our marijuana lovers so they can see us love our plants and do all of our naked cultivating stuff. So we have some stuff lined up for the future, which we're really excited about. Yeah, if you're a big, you know, if you're a big time marijuana guy, you get need with to be, get in touch with her. Come yeah. on out, visit their facility, watch Absolutely. them, watch them work topless, that yes. kind of stuff. All right. So, last question. Uh, so, you now you've been in the industry for something like twelve or thirteen years. Yeah. You've got all this wealth of experience. We've talked a little bit about what you would recommend, but if you were going back in time to talk to eighteen-year-old Courtney and want to give her some advice about how to succeed on set, what would you tell her? Ah. Uh. Man, I would tell myself a lot. But I did I did things a little differently when I got into the industry. I did it all. I didn't hold out on anything. I got into the industry and I said, I don't really know sexually what I like. I need to find what I like. So I signed up for, I said yes to every kink shoot I could do, which is very, uh, mostly I would be in the sub position and there would be a dom and I would try different things like, uh, electrifying butt plugs <laughs> or having, yeah. you know, dildo shoved all the way down my throat or being hogtied to something. And I just didn't know what I liked. So I said yes to all of those. I said yes to... Five Guy Black Gang Bangs. I said yes to... My first anal on camera was Lexington Steel. Yeah. So that's a that's, that's a, a big, big cock big box, for yeah. your first anal. But I said yeah. yes because I just didn't know yet. Yeah. I would recommend to girls getting into the industry, 
don't take my approach. Don't take my approach first. Start start slow. Start with your solo scenes. Yeah. Get that down. Get your movements. Get comfortable in front of the camera. Get comfortable in front of the lighting. Get comfortable taking your clothes off in front of 50 people. Start slow and work your way up. I'm just a whore, so I did it all. But I would recommend girls, if you know that you only like girls, then only do girl, girl. If you know that you want to be with five black guys every day, then find uh, Greg Lansky. (laughs) (laughs) Have him shoot you for black.com every day. You know, take it slow, find your niche, find what works for you, and have a smart head on your shoulders and find a really great agent find a great agent that you love that can steer you in the right direction that wants to help you with your money that wants to help you save your money that wants to guide you because this can be a hard industry if you don't have somebody on your side so find a great agent think smart for yourself be healthy and find your porn expertise Find what you do really good at and what you really love to do. Yeah, you know, you said something earlier that I think was probably the best advice we've ever had on this podcast, which is that, listen, if you're a, um, you watch pro baseball, the baseball players watch film of themselves mm-hmm. after, after, not after every game necessarily, but they watch films of their swings and they work on it and they say, oh, I see now, I've been moving my back foot forward or whatever. Absolutely. Football players do that. Pro bowlers do that. Uh, dancers do that. Absolutely. Gymnasts do it. Yeah. Every form of entertainer does it. Except porn girls in a lot of cases. Because mm-hmm. it but can be embarrassing. It, it yeah. can be very embarrassing. When I look back at photos, I'm like, oh man, I really, that was a really embarrassing position. That's really not flattering for me. And what you say can be a little silly sometimes. I mean, you're critiquing your body, you're critiquing your sex. But once you learn that, it can be nothing but positive things. Yeah. You, won't, you don't want to make the same mistake twice. So just learn about yourself. Yeah, Watch you know your stuff. There are girls in this industry who mysteriously continue to work often after fucking up on every set with every agent. <laughs> yes. And part of that is, is that those girls are just either naturally talented at sex. Yes. Incredibly naturally talented at sex. Or... They're so into sex that they watch themselves yep. and they improve themselves to reach that elite level of sexuality. Absolutely. So you, as a female performer, I'm talking to you, the talent out there listening to listening to the show, that's what you can do yeah. to up your game. You is can to improve. Watch. Yeah, you can improve. Very few girls are perfect. I, I said this yesterday with Glenn. He said, Courtney, I, I love you so much, but you know, when you first started, you weren't so graceful. And I said, Glenn, <laughs> yeah. I was Bambi on ice. I was literally <laughs> right. Bambi on ice. So if if you girls are discouraged out there and you're thinking, I'm not sexy enough, I don't know how to move, I promise you, you can learn. You can get there. You can be that little sex kitten. And the guys, too. You can learn about yourself. Take Blue Chew. That's right. You can be a star on set. You That's can. Right. It's all a learning You will learn over time and just love what you do. Love your craft. There you go. Courtney Taylor. Courtney, your social media? Uh, My new Instagram, since I've been deleted six times, my seventh Instagram (laughs) this time is The Real Courtney Taylor. Simple and easy. My Twitter is Court Taylor XXX. There you go, everybody. Courtney Taylor. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) 